Hey everybody. Hi, it is Lenora from It's a New Dawn. And actually this this podcast is some somewhat of a surprise to me because I wasn't wasn't planning on recording a podcast with this young woman, but we're gonna we're gonna give it a go and um we're gonna be very delicate with this kind soul. Uh her name is Mindy Hathorne. And um, I met her, she lives in Utah. So please um, be very patient with the internet connection. Uh, I don't know, I don't think it's me. I don't know what's going on. Her fire alarm keeps beeping. So you might hear that. If she ends up freezing during a very delicate situation where she's talking, I may have to interject and I'm really sorry, Mindy, about that. And her, she has a little dog, I think it's little, right? little dog sometimes you're going to hear that but you know what people this is real life you know um this very very casual podcast that i'm doing so i met mindy through tiktok as usual um but what drew me to her uh is that i was doing a 25 day 25 push-up challenge um dedicated to make uh awareness to mental health awareness, uh, depression and anxiety. And I had to nominate somebody new every day. I, I originally got nominated from somebody on Facebook that I'm friends with. I went to school with him, uh, nursing school. And when I say I'm gonna do something, I follow through. I'm a very disciplined person, but not only that, it meant a lot to me because I've dealt with mental illness, depression and anxiety and um, I think it's really important to have awareness. So Mindy was one of the first people I um, nominated. And I have to be honest, Mindy, I only nominated you because I've seen your TikToks and I, you're, you are a gym rat. Uh, she posts all these TikToks of doing a workout with her mom, which I thought was really special. I did not know her story. I didn't know where she was coming from. I just knew that, you know, I spread love, people connect with me, you gave it back, and we connected that way. And um, when she was doing the, she followed through too, she just finished it today, so congratulations. She did uh, push-ups every day. I'm so, because I nominated 25 people, I think three followed through. So thank you for that. Um, but what she did was, during her push-up challenge, she wrote different things that happened to her, traumatic things that happened to her in the past, and um, it just broke my heart. And, uh, you know, we all have a story. We all have the things that happened to us that shape us into who we are today. I wouldn't anything that happened to me because they made me the strongest person that I am, the loving person that I am, you know, so I wouldn't change a thing, but that's what happens. We got to go through these adversities to become the people that we are. And Mindy wrote me a personal little DM and said that she might be ready to tell her story. So I felt very honored that she reached out to me we weren't, I wasn't planning on recording this podcast. I was just going to talk to her on Zoom, but we're going to try it out. So I am going to switch over the camera over to Mindy and uh, give her some love, people. So hi, Mindy. Hi, how are you? I'm okay. 
Okay. Well, I want to thank you for the push-up challenge. Um, I didn't know that it would take me to the place that it took me in my brain, you know, like to go back for how did, how did it do that? How did it do that? Like how, what, what, what sparked in you to like each day? Like, I think it was almost each day. I don't, you know, to write something about what happened to you during your life. Tell me what, what, what sparked it? Um, well, as I started the push-up challenge, like mental health awareness, it's really, it's huge to me because I have PTSD and I know that there's other people out there that have it and other mental illnesses. And, um, so I jumped on board with you and I can't remember is about maybe halfway through, but I just, something told me, so it was probably myself telling me, Mindy, you know, go face these fears, you know? There, I, I grew I grew up here in the same city my whole life, you know, so I pass these places all the time. And I just wanted to be able to, when I passed them, not to, I just wanted to conquer it, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and it was scary. I had my mom with me. My mom is my biggest support. She's my rock. Um, and let's see the, should I just go right into those? Like well, you know what? You, you start wherever you want. You can start when you're young, if that's relevant or not, whatever, wherever you want to go. This is your, your time. Yeah. Well, I had a really happy childhood i i you know grew up with all these hopes and dreams and like you know that visualization of what my life was going to look like um and then when i hit adulthood it just seemed like it, it just everything went wrong um and for I blamed myself for so many years too, like, <laughs> to have those situations happen, um, it took a, lots and lots of therapy to understand that things aren't my fault, and I just... I just want people to know that you can get through it. There's so many people that do get through it. You being one of them, you know, mm -hmm. and it's up in many forms. Um, and that's the reason why you really wanted to come on because you wanted to, and this is what I say, you guys, this connection, connection and support are two, two extremely important pillars of, total health and wellness for the mind, body, and heart to have yeah. that community and to have that support for parts of it. They're not all of it, but huge. And whether the community is through 
not even be able to physically touch that person. And I'm talking about TikTok. It's been huge for that su support system. I've got to say, I don't know about you, but um, that's huge. So for you to reach out and even, like I said this on the last one with Dylan, um, even if we reach one person, right? One yeah. person, that one person will flower out to other people, right? Yeah, exactly. So I, I, you are very brave for doing this. You are very brave. So I appreciate you. Just take your time. Um, okay. Um, let's see. So early in my really young adult self, I had my, as a single mom with my son, um, luckily he was at my mom's house spending the night with uh, her. Um, a man I didn't know broke into my home while I was asleep and raped me. I uh, I didn't know what to do. I just sat in my house um, for like, I, I think it was like a day and a half, wouldn't contact my family, wouldn't contact anybody. I just, I was in so much pain. I, I hurt. And then finally my sister called me and she came over and, um, you know, then we went and did the rape kit and things like that. But it, I, I showered. And that's okay. How old were you? How old were you when this happened? Dude, this is where I get hard with the, because the timelines. I know my son was probably about 18 months old, maybe. I, I just, with this one, I, it's hard, I, it's hard for me to, um, to remember like your age, to remember yeah. like how yeah. old you are. Yeah, um, I, just, that, I, I, I know that's really normal when you've been through a traumatic event like that, it's yeah. very normal to not, to block that out. So, yeah. so I'm so sorry that happened to you. So with that one, I, uh, after that had happened, like my brain just went into just, you know, shut it out, you know, don't, you know, and I would just go out with my friends, just trying to distract myself to not think about it. A lot of people didn't believe me and that really hurt. Um, wow. Okay. <laughs> when See, these people okay. that, the people that didn't believe you, were they like close friends? Were they... I mean, yeah, yeah, they were my close friends. Um, so that was really hard, and that's one I try not to think about too much, like, because it's I, well, obviously, you try not to think about them all, but um. So I kind of start, I spiraled 
started going out and drinking, numbing the pain. Uh, I met, uh, well, I met uh, another man that we were together for like four years or so. Um, and that's where I started my meth addiction. Um, with him? Yeah. Did he, did he bring you into that? Yeah. Drug? Yeah. Meth, yeah. you said? Meth. Okay. Um, I had a daughter mm -hmm. with him. Um, he ended up going to prison a lot and I broke it off with him. Um, then I went to rehab the first time and then I did really good. I was there for three months and then I met my husband, the guy I ended up marrying there. I only knew him for like three weeks, got married. Our honeymoon night, he beat the crap out of me. And it was his, he was like, it was, it was his way of showing me my place. And that's how our marriage was for about a year and a half. Um, very abusive very abusive. My self-worth just sucked. Just sucked. Well, Mindy, Mindy, so this husband that you married and you're freezing a little bit. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to um, hear exactly what you're saying. The husband that you married, you only knew him for three weeks before you married? Yeah. Okay. So he was nice to you. He never gave you any indication of. No. That. No. Okay. So then, then he beat you on your honeymoon. Yeah. And you stayed, you stayed with him for a year. You stayed with him for a year and a half. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to kind of try to explain what my thinking was. And I was so ashamed to, you know, cause I was do to tell my family because you know, I got out of rehab, I married him, and then here I am in an abusive marriage. And so I tried to hide it. I tried to act like everything was okay. Um, and it, until one day, it was actually on my birthday, um, he took me to a jazz game and I ran into my sister-in-law. I had makeup trying to cover up all my bruises, you know, and she just immediately saw me and just said, she's just like, Hey, come here, come to the bathroom. And then she grabbed and said, Mindy, what the hell is going on? What she wipes it off my face. And she immediately just took me with her. And I went to her house. She held my hand, took me to the police. That next morning, um, and I'm so grateful for that. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this is your. This is with your sister. Your sister. My sister-in-law. Okay. Oh, your sister-in-law. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and so, it was a process of. That's that. Oh, going through the process with the police, with the. I mean, they are amazing. It's so scary, though, if anyone's gone through domestic violence. That sometimes that's when that beast comes out even harder, you know, like, like, I believe it was around 30 or so times he violated his protective orders and he, um, you know, it would just show up. It was, it was that scary. When he finally went to prison, I felt a, a relief for about a month. Um, and then about a month later, uh, that's when the home invasion happened. These two men broke into my home. They knew my name. I didn't know who they were. Um, my older daughter was asleep in her room. I had my youngest daughter with me in my bedroom and we were just on my bed. This was around 10 o'clock or so. Do it like, you know, like, I think she was about 18 months too. Like, mm-hmm. all dancing, you know, and then all of a sudden there's these two men in my doorway said, are you Mindy? And my brain didn't even register, like, why are there two men standing at, like, that's how fast it happened that they came at me with a, a like a club, like a shortened bat. And um, they, they beat me with it in the head, um, all over the body. My youngest daughter, you know, to this day, I still hear those screams, you know, like, um, I fought back the best I could. We went through the mirrors, my sliding mirrors. And I, I remember thinking to, to claw, you know, to claw him, you know. Oh my God. And, okay. and then at that point he got me down into a chokehold, um, you know, and I remember looking out the window, like, this is really how I'm going to die, you know? Oh my God. And then I I, I was out and then I had What about your daughter? What happened? Did they touch your daughter? Well, from from what I understand with the police reports, they had moved when the police came to the house afterwards, um my daughter was in her crib, so they must have put her there. Oh my and, god! Uh, um, yeah. So you were out. You were out. Yeah, I and I'd woken up and then started trying to fight back again, and then uh, I heard one of them say, "Find something to finish her off," and then. 
then I was out again and and I I was still hearing screaming, my daughter screaming around that time too. And I when I woke up I was tied up and it was silent. And that that silence was the worst sound ever. Because um, I didn't know if my girls were okay. And yeah, then there yeah, yeah. were, I knew if they're still in the house, I can't fight them, you know? And that was the hardest choice was to go out the front door to try to, well, I did wriggle free somehow. I got loose from these cords. Um, and I knew I had to go out and a neighbor, some, I, I still don't know who it was, but they ended up finding me in the gutter and um, the police were called and yeah that did they find that, did they find these people these men they found one of them there t it turned out there was um another one involved they didn't find the other guy that was in the house with the other guy they did find the guy one of them he went to prison um but there was a third individual that was linked to both my ex-husband and my daughter's dad. Oh my God. So, so that's all connected? These, these, those men were connected to your ex-husband? For the longest time, I, because it, the domestic violence thing was so fresh with me, my immediately, my immediate thought was it was my ex-husband. Like that's all I kept. But as time moved on, I started to realize where it came from, and it was from my daughter's dad. Um, this is kind of interesting. Um, I actually, I think it was two years ago when he got out of the guy that did it got out of prison, and I messengered or, or messengered him. And I got the answers I needed. It was probably one of the scariest things I've ever did, but I got, I knew where it came from. Um, and I forgave him on Messenger, but that's as far as I will ever have contact with this man. Um, and I did that for myself, like, but that's yeah. the hard, that was the, the hardest part, not knowing why or what, or I kept doing that to myself, you know, like, um, yeah. And my parents, they're the most inc incredible support system through everything, they've had our backs from day one. Even when I, you know, after that, I went really hard into drug use. 
-hmm. which didn't help with the PTSD. Um, I, be I became an IV drug user, that heroin and meth. Um, I knew I couldn't be the mother for my kids until I helped myself. So mm -hmm. I signed over my rights to my parents. For all well, three of your kids? My girls. My yeah. son. Oh yeah, your son is with your ex-husband? No, we weren't married. Oh, okay. We, so yeah, your son I, is with his father. He, which he's in good hands, really good hands. Um, so my parents adopted my daughters and they did not make it easy on me, which I'm very grateful for. Mm -hmm. I had to earn, it took years to earn, to even step foot in their door, um, to, you know, make sure that my girl, cause my girls went through all this trauma too, you know? Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they've been in therapy their whole life and they've it's been such a blessing that they've had the same therapist through their life growing up mm -hmm. we call her our angel mm -hmm. <laughs> She's a, I'm sure she is yeah I'm sure she is and, and your parent your parents are angels too oh, absolutely and it's good that they made it hard. It is. It's good because it you respect them. Your kids see that and that, that instills respect for your, with your children. So yeah. Kudos to them. Yeah. The parents. They're, they're very wise. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, you've come a, you've come a long, long way, Mindy. So how did you, um, how did you start to get it together? How did you, because um, I know when I saw you on TikTok, you, before even the challenge, you were talking about, okay, it's seven days since I had a drink, yeah. eight days, 10 days, 15. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know your story. Of course, we'll, we sit there in our heads. Oh, she was an alcoholic. She's a, but I, I don't do that because I don't know people's yeah. stories. Um, so how did you, how did you get, start getting things all together? Well, because it's, when I started drinking again this year, it just immediately went into trauma, like PTSD, like flashbacks, and it was dark and scary and my self-harm thoughts were coming back, suicidal thoughts. Um, something, something in me just told me I had to stop. Because uh, I knew what road it would take me down again. Mm -hmm. And... And I opened up to my parents too and told them I had started drinking. Mm -hmm. and I started putting stars. I work out with my mom five days a week at her house. And so I started putting stars on the board for every day. 
that I hadn't drank and you know, it started there was a bit of shame there, you know, but being able to the relationship me and my parents have now is is we can talk to each other about stuff and mm -hmm. so I started putting the stars and then I started to feel proud of myself, even if it was just this stupid little star, you know, but it's the star star means a lot, sweetheart. And um, I'll go back to the bulimia. This is how we're all connected and some we're more alike than we are different. I have to make a TikTok on that because I've been saying that a lot. We people are way more alike than we are different. Yeah. So with my bulimia back then, um, you know, I'm almost 56, so this was 16 to 22. So back then, of course, there wasn't what we have now. And it was literally on a calendar, on a marking each day off that I didn't throw up. Marking yeah. each, there's nowhere else to go. You yeah. know, you can't make it, you can't rush it, you can't go backwards. You know, an app is not going to make it any different. So a star, the old fashioned star on a board. Is a and that's what, when I saw your thing, it actually brought me back there yeah. to my time. And it's the only way, whether it's a star or an app, it's every day. And you know, a star is a star. You're a star. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Beautiful thing. So and each day is another star, right? Exactly. So now, now you're at like, 50 days or something like that? 56. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so awesome. Yeah. So now you're, you're, but you live alone? You live alone? No, I live with my boyfriend. Okay. Okay. And he treats you really well. He does. Yeah. A pretty interesting part of my story is it is it's weird when people ask how we met because nobody can understand but me and him. We met in the streets. We met both in our own living hills. We, it sounds crazy, but that's how it happened. And we both, um, He went his way to get clean. I went my way to get clean. We did it separately. Um, and we did it. We made it together. Um, it, see, and it, I, I think I have a hard time saying that because I feel like there's a judgment with that, with a lot of people, like, in sobriety that you and I because I, I remember in treatment they're like you cannot be in the same and I'm sure that's very true but for me and him it worked like, mm -hmm. but the key to that was he went somewhere else mm -hmm. he got his help somewhere else and mm -hmm. I went help somewhere else and then we slowly started to merge back together and it worked. Right. How do your parents feel about them? 
That that's a good indication. Your parents, because no, they. No, yeah, no, they they love him. Good. They treat him good. good. He, yeah, and we're we've actually, let's see, on the first, it'll be five years since we've been together. How many? How how many years? Yeah. Five. Okay, because you cut out a little bit. Nice, yeah. very nice. Who, who, who is anybody else to say who we fall in love with, who we're going to love, what's going to happen in our lives? You still don't know what's going to happen, right? But in the meantime, you're loving this guy. This guy is loving you, right? Mm. So it's good. It's all yeah. good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who cares what anybody else thinks? Mm -hmm. as long as you're being treated right so where are you now so what's happening now tell me now um well since this covid i've just been focusing on <laughs> working out so much with my i know mom. i know i've seen it and it's so great and do you know what it's actually like our bond just gets stronger every single day, you know? I mean, through this COVID stuff, it's, I think it's triggering for a lot of people, just mm -hmm. everybody in general. And there's be like, like how your son's song is beauty and everything, you know, if you look for it, you'll find it. And yes. We just keep our circle kind of small and we have this little routine that we do and it helps keep the calmness within all of us, I guess. I love what you said about that because I'm a big routine person. Yeah. Um, I feel like it brings stability mm -hmm. in the mind to know what you're going to do. So some people may label it as being rigid but yeah. to me, I have my food that's routine, but mm -hmm. I love, I, I eat to live. I don't live to eat. I, I love food, but even being boring with that can be a form of being very, being, bring stability in the mind where you're not like, oh my God, what am I going to eat? And how much am I going to have? And so having a routine sometimes, especially if we've been through traumatic things in our lives, can be extremely um, soothing. It is. It is. You know I what used, I mean? Yeah. I used to. So fight. on the uh, the other end, like that. On the other end, though, if we get kind of bumped, we kind of go, "Oh my God!" You know. But the stability is way worth it to me because, um, like I said, I, we're more alike than different. We've all had a. Most of it has been through something, some kind of trauma in our lives. So to me, it's my medication, you know, living my very um, rigid life, if yeah. you want to call it like that. Yeah. No, you know? I get you. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what do you want? What did you want? I know you told me, but what did you want to achieve from doing this podcast with me? What did you what did you want to come out of it? I just want other men and women that are stuck in their silence 
to know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel or to start speaking it, at least for me, that's, that's hard to speak it out loud. And like you said, even if it's just one, and I think that's why I do the TikTok stuff is if I could just help one person, that's great. You know, like, cause I look at people and I, I, I think we, I can see it in their eyes. Um, it's hard for me to see people hurt. And I just want people to take the steps to heal themselves if they're ready or that's, And it's possible. And yeah. it's possible. And, and when you're talking about your parents, you know, a lot of us are not as fortunate to have parents like you do, but how, this is what I've said before, everybody, um, your support system, try to find that community, that support system, because Mindy is living testament that having your support system changed your whole life, right? like your parents. Um, so whether it's, like I said, if it, if it has to be like TikTok, um, I know I talk so much about TikTok, you guys, but I swear it has literally changed my life. Um, you would think that watching me, I'm like this crazy person and I'm like, have no fear. And I lost you, Mindy, come on back. And, um, but you know what? I tell you, even my husband said, I'm so proud of you, me, because I have a fractured, I had a fractured skull. My face was paralyzed. It still is. So I don't smile evenly. My face is not the same. Um, I don't hear. I'm very weird about people seeing my face. Well, I'm sure you wouldn't know that from watching my TikToks because I started on TikTok and I'm like, here I am, you know, and it's brought me to a different light. So if your support system is even people, my point is, uh, that aren't with you physically and happens to be like this, how we do things, you watch a podcast, uh, you can write to me. I think Mindy's going to give something where people can maybe reach out to you. Um, then let them be your support system. It's so important. It's so important to have people that understand and welcome you with open arms. So I don't know if, you know, I, I'm very passionate about that. So that's why I give away my, my Google number at the end. You know, if anybody wants to text me, even if it doesn't have anything to do with being on the podcast or anything, um, he needs to reach out to text me. So um, do you have anything else to share, Mindy, with us? Any parting um, words? I just want anybody that's struggling to know that the light does come. And it, and there are people that will help you. Um, if you want to reach out to me, like I, I'm on TikTok. That's, that's, that's where I feel like I can express myself. And I think it's, help me come out of my shell a lot more um okay see. so people can reach you out to you i'm going to give the information in show notes 
So yeah. I'll leave your TikTok. I'll leave your TikTok. Anything oh. else? Like any? Just stay strong and I'm going to give, uh, this is our, um, my family's motto or mantra, as you would say, is we do hard things. And that's something that has gotten me through so many days. We do hard things. So We do hard things. Yeah, we I love that. Things. I love that. I, and I love you, Mindy. I love you, too. We, I know. We've never met. It's weird, this, right? This is it. We'll never meet, probably. But I'm telling you, I feel her. And I think she feels me, the energy that we're exchanging here. And I get, I'm getting the chills because this is what it's all about, people. Just reaching out, communication, community, support. I love you. Hang out for one minute. Okay. All right. So, uh, you guys, I'm going to give you this feel. Um, all my notes are going to be below. Reach out to me if you need anything. My number is 609-429-4058. I talk about the Aurora Bar. It's the bar that I am an affiliate of and an ambassador. Um, it's a nutrition bar. Uh, the link is going to be below. I would really appreciate it. If you're going to order, please use the link below. It helps me and it helps the company. They give 10% of all their net proceeds to feed the hungry children worldwide. I would never promote anything I was not passionate about. Um, it is vegan, but it fits any diet. Uh, it's the only packaged good I eat. It is protein packed. It has um, 19 to 21 grams of protein a bar all organic ingredients, 11 to 13 net carbs, no artificial sweeteners, put together by coconut oil, sweetened with coconut nectar, blackstrap molasses, has a little Himalaya salt. Guys, try them out. The only one I'm not particularly fond of is the raspberry one, but you know, you may like it. Okay, and on that note, I wanna thank you, Mindy. Seriously, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. This was not something I planned to do today, um, but I'm glad I did it. I hope you are. I am. I am. Thank Good. you so much. You're, you're so welcome. And everybody out there, have a wonderful and blessed day. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.